There are two ways that brick and mortar businesses can be found. The first way, of course, is your SEO. People are going to Google you and I want you to come up first. So that needs to be in top notch condition. The second way is by being referable. You want everybody to say your business name when they need your services or products. So how can we do that? Today, we have an expert, a master in being referable. This is a masterclass that you guys are going to listen to. She drops some great words of wisdom and how-to strategies. Save this episode. You're going to want to refer back to it, no pun intended, and share it out to your bestie. This episode is gold. I'm super excited for y'all to meet Jill McNamee, a realtor here in Hudson, Wisconsin, who has made a name for herself. Basically, a first name basis. Everybody knows who Jill is. So sit back, enjoy this amazing episode with the beautiful and brilliant Jill McNamee. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears into creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I affectionately call you a rebel woman. Hey there, my name is Melissa Rose, a brick and mortar business owner with a handful of kiddos and a few passion projects that I head up like this one. I'm also your visibility coach and consultant for a service-based business like yours. I'm passionate about helping small business owners thrive in their community and become the only option in town for their industry. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty gritty of running a successful brick and mortar business by sharing stories, talking strategies, and learning practical tips to run a kick-ass business. Ready to be inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the small business of your dreams? Let's get real. All right, everybody, we have the lovely Jill McNamee here to talk all about leveraging your connections, being referable, being that person to connect to so that we are top of mind. I am a huge advocate of um, Google SEO, but also that word of mouth. And Jill can speak so confidently to this because she is the go-to person in Hudson. Everybody knows Jill and um, I wanted to have you come on. So thanks for sharing your afternoon with us and sharing a little bit about what you do. So tell everybody, um, because this is a worldwide podcast, so tell people who you are, what you do and who you serve. Yeah, so I am a, well, I'm wearing many hats right now. (laughs) I am a real estate agent. I am a franchise operator of Keller Williams. I just took that role on in September. I am a coach, a real estate coach, obviously. Um, And right now I'm acting as the team leader of our Keller Williams Hudson office because I don't have a team leader. So I'm looking to hire that role. So I'm working on that. I'm wearing many hats today, but mostly I started selling real estate in 2008 in Hudson, Wisconsin. Yeah. In 2008. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and for those of you right the business okay so for those of you that are old enough listening to this podcast that was that was a big time in business and in our world and um Mm -hmm. and you're still around and still doing really well and I'm super honored to call you a friend and a colleague and um Uh just excited to learn from you today so we're gonna dive right in so what are your favorite ways to be top of mind oh geez Um, That is my favorite part about real estate, right? Like when I first got into real estate, um, I just started having coffee appointments. Well, I started St. Croix Valley Girls. Um, That is one of my favorite ways to stay top of mind. Since I brought that up, 
I felt like when I got into real estate in 2008, I needed to find a way to bring value to the people I was meeting so that I didn't have to be the awkward sort of pushy salesperson. I wanted to bring value. I'm always with, you know, my mindset is always, if I bring value, I will get what I need from that person. So back in 2008, I um, created a, a little um, five by seven postcard with my vision for what became St. Croix Valley Girls. And um, it's really funny. We were talking about it in the meeting today because our meeting, I literally just came from there. I started walking around town with this postcard and it said, I have this awesome networking group called St. Croix Valley Girls. We have an educational speaker every week, every month, and we meet monthly. You should come check it out. Well, I was speaking like I had it before I had it. Yes. So I tell my coaching students, like, how do you act like you have a business before you have a business? That's how I did that. I had the vision in my head for the group. And I knew if I approached people and invited them to a cool, fun ladies event, that would be my value that I would bring to them. And then hopefully I would end up getting what I wanted. So that was sort of my first thing that I did. And the great part about that is, you know, back in 2008, I needed people's emails address because email was really like back then the best and easiest way to get in front of people. So when I was offering to invite them to something fun, they coughed up their email address without hesitation. And that gave me my opportunity to build my tribe. And those people are still attending the group today. I had six people at my first meeting. And, and how many um, came today? Because you have a packed house. How many people yeah. come to your event? Yeah. Um, today we had 40, I think like 48. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing, Jill. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. But it, it allows me, for one, I email them about the event. So they get three invitations a month. So when I think about top of mind, I think of it as touches in a, um, you know, in a, in a different way than some people think about a touch. But you need to get your name in front of them. I feel like um, one of my favorite books was Jack Reese and Trout um, wrote a book together on positioning it's called positioning the battle for your mind and in the book they talk about you I as a consumer only have two places in my mind two placeholders for an insurance agent and if you are not one of the two insurance agents I think about when I think of insurance you're not going to get my business I'm not going to refer you business so I have sort of created my business in a way to be, to be touching them, but it's kind of, I explain it as I have a wheel and it has spokes on it. And every person that's in my lead generation wheel is a, you know, every touch that I do for them is a cog in my wheel. And like you who, who are getting my touches you don't even really understand what I'm doing because I'm, I'm doing it in a way that is not invasive or obnoxious. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but our people in our database are probably getting about 60 or more touches a year. Wow. You know, so 
that's that's a lot of touches, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yet it doesn't feel spammy. So what again, I always tell my my coaching students like for one, Maurice's on my phone, like I get a message from Maurice's like probably daily. And quite often I look at my phone and I'm like, oh man, I should just opt out. But then there's that little part of me that says, if I opt out, I might miss a great sale or next week I might need something from Maurice's and then I'm not going to have what I need. It's kind of like Amazon. Think about how many times Amazon touches us as consumers. Mm -hmm. Would you ever in a million years unsubscribe from Amazon? Mm -hmm. So I think of it as if you're providing the person value, why would they want to unsubscribe from what you're sending? Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but it has to be valuable. Like mm-hmm. you can't just like spam people. Mm-hmm. So the key is figuring out, you know, what people want and doing right. it in a way where I'm not, I'm not just sending 60 emails a year. I'm sending emails if I know your birthday, you're getting a, a birthday card with a branded birthday card with a um, coupon for either a free cupcake at the bakery or a free pizza. Um, if I'm thinking about you today and I send you a handwritten note, you're you're getting, I mean, I, I have cards for different vendors. Like this one's the pizza card. I don't know if you can see it. But I li- I love to partner with other local businesses to promote them. And then that way, when I'm sending out a handwritten note, I can say, oh, hey, have a free pizza on me from EJ's Pizza or, you know, have a free sandwich from my buddy's bakery on me. Um, And then and then the person that owns that small business is getting value because even if you don't use the coupon, they're seeing your logo. I co-brand all the coupons. And so I'm promoting me and I'm promoting them. Um, so, so that's how we do that. That was a long answer to your question. <laughs> I'm just rambling on because I'm so passionate about it. I could literally talk about it for forever. Right. Well, exactly. Exactly. So you, you started St. Croix Valley Girls. That was one of the ways you started to be referable. What are other ways that you, that you do this in your business? You talk well, about writing notes and birthday cards and yes. so what yeah. are your like top three or four? Yeah, well, I think being referable, for one, being referable, people are not going to refer me unless I'm doing a good job. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's obvious, you know, that's an obvious. The thing is, though, you have to teach people how to refer you. Like, um, my friend is not going to just automatically know how to refer me. So I have to actually explain to them and let them know, here's how you can refer me. Um, and so we do that by rewarding the behavior of the referral. So let's say, Melissa, if you send me, let's just say your neighbor's selling and you're going to refer me, um, I'm going to right away, like if you give me her name today, even if I haven't even talked to her yet, you're getting cookies from my friend who owns the local bakery in River Falls from Mimi's Cookies. I have a system set up with Mimi. I just type it in the spreadsheet she sends you cookies as a thank you for referring the McNamee team. Now I do that before I even know if your neighbor's going to transact because I'm training you how to refer me because if you refer me and the next day you get a box of cookies delivered to your door and a cute bright pink and purple box, 
like that's training you. You're going to be like, oh, I want more cookies. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't love cookies? Now, a lot of people, they reward for the transaction when it closes. And I don't do that because I want more referrals. I don't care. Like, I don't care if your neighbor ever uses me. I don't care if I never even talk to your neighbor. You thought of me enough to refer me. You're getting a gift from me. And, you know, 15 years ago when I first started, I didn't have money for Mimi's cookies, but I sent a thank you card, you know, and maybe a $5 Starbucks gift card or whatever. You've got to reward them for the activity because you're training them. It's like training a dog. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You're literally, it's that repetition. So anytime, I don't know, you've probably seen, I know you're in the, um, the Hudson community Facebook group. Anytime somebody says, you know, oh, we're looking for a great realtor. Who do you know? And, you know, the big fan club happens. Every single person that puts Jill McNamee or the McNamee team, they're getting the cookies. Dang. Yep. And I've gotten to the point now with some of my clients that if I don't see them putting my name down, I'll shoot them a quick text and be like, hey, I need you. And now it's it's no problem. Like they can totally... They, yeah. they love helping me because they oh know they're going to get cookies or some other gift, you know, um, that I send them. So that's how I refer. And, you know, we do the same thing with like our agent referrals because I get a lot of um, uh, referrals from agents in Minnesota who aren't licensed in Wisconsin. So um, that's a whole nother avenue of business for me. But I really believe that you have to train them how to refer and you have to let them know that you need the help, you know? Yeah. How do you, how do you let them know you need the help? That's a big one for me. Cause I don't like asking for help. That is a big one. And I, I honestly, I do have a hard time with that also. I mean, even at St. Croix Valley girls, sometimes I don't flat out just say like what I have been saying is you guys, like I started this group. I'm here today running this meeting And I come here every month for the same reason you do in the hopes of getting your business. So that is a challenge because, you know, it's so much easier for other people to toot your horn than when you have to do it for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, maybe it's doing it, doing it in ways where, you know, you're telling a story on social media of, you know, how you worked with this client or whatever, but, um, I think it all comes down to, for me, about having a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like unless I have spent enough time, like, truly getting to know you as a person, I cannot expect that you're going to just give me a referral because we met at a networking event. Right, right. So one of the things that always bothers me about networking is, like, People will attend, they'll go home with a big stack of business cards, they put them in their CRM, and out come the emails. And, you know, I get that, that's one way of touching, but how about, you know, sending me a handwritten note, hey, it was nice meeting you at the chamber event last night, do you want to grab a cup of coffee? I'd love to hear about your business and what you're doing. So... It's taking that next step to really get to know the person. And, you know, for one, not many people send handwritten notes anymore. So when they get that in their their mailbox, they're going to be like, oh, wow, Jill sent a nice handwritten note. 
then I say, hey, I'd love to get to know you and hear more about your business. Like, I don't want to tell you about mine. I want to ask about yours. Then you meet for coffee, you know, then, then it, it's just like, I think about it this way. Once you're, once you email them and you decide to meet for coffee, you're kind of going back and forth. By the time you meet for coffee, you've already had enough conversations where you feel like you know each other. The coffee appointment is really just taking the relationship from very surface level to like, okay, now they might feel like they could trust giving me a referral. Mm -hmm. um, going back to the um, teaching people how to refer, one thing that I try to do is there's nothing worse than giving someone a referral and never hearing another word about it. Like if I give you a referral to your um, business, like keep me updated. Like I want to know, did that person turn into business for you? Because I'm trying to help you. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when someone gives me a referral, I'll always say, hey, I met with so-and-so today. Thanks again. I'm going to be listing their property or, you know, they're not quite ready yet, but I'm going to stay in touch. They want to know if the way they tried to help you is actually helping you. Mm. So I think it's really important after like, no matter what kind of business you have, if someone's referring you, keep them updated on what's happening with that referral. And, you know, they're going to want to know, did it yeah. turn into business? And, and then thank them again, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like um, in our business, we call it the great retrace. Like, right. um, all the way through the transaction, you're up, you're updating them. They first get the cookie gift. Then you're letting them know we're at this step. We're at that step. Then when you have a closing, you call them and you say, Hey, I just wanted you to know that because of you, you referred me to Susie. I got paid today because of you. So mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just letting them know, Hey, I just got a paycheck because of you. So thanks. I mm -hmm. really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you do real estate and I'm already taking notes on some things that you have said. Um, handwritten cards, huge. I do that too. Um, especially during my downtime right now, we're in between seasons and mm -hmm. I am reaching out with handwritten cards to people that haven't stepped inside the studio in a, in a year, but yep. are close enough where they're like, they could come back. They could stand to come uh -huh. back. Um, what are some, what are a couple other favorites that you do? You do the birthdays. Um, yep. you do, do a lot of coffees. You do your yep. events. You have another event that you have that's annual, right? Yeah, well, we have um, we have our premiere event. I mean, we do lots of events um, throughout the year for the community. We do a free movie event. We do um, we have a partnership with the YMCA. I'm on the board for the local YMCA here, so we do holiday hoopla. It's a holiday event for the kids. They make gingerbread houses, see Santa, all of that. Um, but my favorite event and the one that like gets the most like we only have 125 spots, but it's it's called Bubbles and Bobbles. So that one is like one that like everyone wants to come to. It's a, a woman's um, jewelry swap event that we do as a fundraiser for Dress for Success. So this year will be year 10. Um, and we're, we're at a new location this year. So that ought to be interesting. Um, but typically we have it at a winery. 
and um, we shut down the winery, you know, rent out the space. So it's only our group. Um, what's great about that event is it's, it includes networking, you know, they come and they get to network, they get, you know, I feed them appetizers and pizzas last year. I think we went through 40 pizzas. Um, they get swag bags, like really nice swag bags. And, um, it's just a really fun time, prizes, drinks, all that stuff. But what I love about it and the reason I do the event is, I love a party and I would rather have a big party for all my people and celebrate with them and have conversation that's relationship building versus like calling them on the phone every month and being like, Hey, who do you know that needs to buy or sell real estate? Like they know I'm in real estate. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to shove that down their throat. So, but the cool part about it is, is the lead generating opportunity for doing an event it's not really about the event itself. It's about the lead generation that you do leading up to the event. And this particular event, we get sponsors to help pay for it. So they get that as an opportunity. So I get to call my people and be like, hey, do you want to sponsor my cool event? So that's a touch. Um, the second piece of that is they get the opportunity to put swag in the swag bags that's another opportunity for me to touch them and be like, hey, you know, I know last year you put X in the swag bag, you know, do you want to participate again? Um, you know, and then, so it's not only lead generating to the attendees that are coming, but I also get to utilize my connections in the community to get the awesome swag. Mm -hmm. So like usually our swag bags are like overflowing full of branded fun stuff, everything from like, um, oh my gosh, like fingernail files to, um, I have a rule. They cannot put something in the bag that's just a coupon. It has right. to be attached to something cool because I don't want my attendees, like I want them walking away, like it's a red carpet event. Like they walk away and they're like, like their, their wine is served in a branded glass that they get to take home, a branded wine glass that they get to take home. The, the bags now, instead of using paper bags, I got can't really good quality, cute canvas bags. Because I'm like, I want 125 people walking around town mm -hmm. at the grocery store with my cute Bubbles and Bobbles book bag, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so that was something we just switched to last year. But um, yeah, so it's it's a really great opportunity for my connections to get, to get um, exposure. And it helps me deepen my relationship with them. Absolutely. And so, you're, and, and you're supporting a nonprofit, which is another yes. cool part for me that that's important to me. Yep. Like it is just layered so juicy. And I yes. just love what you said about, it's not about the event. It's about the touches before the event and the yes. relationships there. That's huge. Everybody mm -hmm. that, and we always think about that event, but you're so right. The, and yep. you've layered it so well. And and like you said, you love a party. This is your wheelhouse is, is uh -huh. events. Um, yeah. uh, that is not my wheelhouse, <laughs> oh, really? but I know, no, 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 we have that. No, but I appreciate you for doing those. And, yeah. um, uh, and the Just have a couple of glasses of wine before everyone comes pretty soon. It'll be in your wheelhouse. <laughs> no, it won't. Oh, <laughs> Never. Um, but I love, um, we have so many things here, y'all. The the consistency factor. You've been doing this for a while. And uh -huh. you have been doing these events for a while. 
along with the other things. Um, uh, but the relationship building, I was just at a training uh, with a mutual friend of ours and everybody in the room was because of relationship. It was not yes. because they just ran into her um, or, or saw the email or saw the social media post. And that is what I, I just kind of want to preach. And just for a second, people focus so much on social media. And I just want to say, why? Why? I understand you have to do it, but you oh, don't man. have to spend so much time with it because there are so many other things to spend your time on that get more bang for your buck. One is SEO and the other is relationships so that you get those people walking in your doors because they yeah. heard about you. They're yeah. then going to go to your social media just to vet that, okay, she's in business. They're current. They're okay. I like that personality, but mm -hmm. it's, they need to find you and they need to have great word of mouth. And, yeah. and you do that really, really well. Thank are there you. any, as we, as we wrap this up, are there any mistakes that you see business owners that you're like, Ooh, we could have done that a little better. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, I think a lot of people like, um, you know, I text messages become a, a big thing. Yes. Um, so I do get text messages from some people, um, businesses, and then like emails too. And, and like, I'll consistently get a text or an email, but I can't tell you the last time that person has actually called me or texted me that I, where I could tell it wasn't an automated text to say, Hey, haven't seen you in a while. Was thinking about you today. How the hell are you? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, don't forget, automation is a tool to make things simpler. It is not a tool to replace one-on-one -on -one conversation. You know what I'm saying? And it's a two-way street, too. So, you know, if I'm not hearing from this these people or this company or whoever it is, I should be reaching out too. And it's a, it's a reminder to me because, you know, let's just face it. Like I'm talking all day long, but you know, have I missed following up with people or, you know, um, keeping my, you know, over time you just get busy and it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have time for coffee appointments like I did in 2008. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's making that a priority and being yes. like, Hey, um, I have to also remember that if I initiate, hey, let's meet for coffee, I have been guilty of like, I'm not as organized you with the as you are with the Calendly link. So sometimes I throw it out there like, hey, I really miss you. I want to get together and catch up. And I get so busy, I kind of forget. And then mm -hmm. it's like, and then that person's like, well, but wait, I haven't heard from you. You said you wanted to get together why are you blowing me off? Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So I think that is the only thing that I think of is if you're automating, if you're automating your business, don't use it as your only tool for, and think that you're going to get business that way. It has to be deeper than that. I have to have a relationship with you to trust you enough to do business with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't forget that piece because that is so important. Super, super important. It is. It is. And I'm going to share a trick that you taught me that I thought was a, so gold, um, mind blowing with the automation. Uh -huh. And so we sign up for people's newsletters or whatever. And you said, well, I respond to their email. 
even though I know oh, it's yeah. sent out to everybody and even though they customized it with my name on it, but I just send out just even a sentence and you may just even yeah. read the last paragraph or the PS and comment. Mm -hmm. And then your, your tool was like, well, that's because then I'm top of mind for them. And I yeah, was like, cause you're getting the last boom. word in because they're the one that's sending you like their, their newsletter. And yeah, you might not have time to read the whole newsletter, but mm -hmm. you want them to think you read the newsletter. And, yeah. You know, obviously you would love to read the Everybody reads time, mine. But <laughs> if you send a quick email back, it's like, oh, it's they get the warm fuzzy, like, oh, Melissa read my email. That's it's so amazing. Huge. It's huge. And it's it happened to me today. Somebody responded to my email and she did read it all, I could tell. But it was just uh -huh. it means so much because you know if you're sending those out weekly or monthly, it right. they take time and energy. And I uh -huh. highly recommend yeah. you do them. Like I want you to do them mm -hmm. because that's a way to nurture the relationship. But are you are you doing your part? And um I always say this on the podcast, I'm a hands-out girl because when your hands are open, you then can receive. And right. you you got to give what you want to get. Yes. So that is, don't uh, be a taker. You do, yeah. You have to, if mm. you want the Google reviews, how many Google reviews are you leaving? If you right. want the referral, right. how many referrals are you giving? If you uh -huh. want, yeah. So yep. just, just continually well, and, do that. And two, you know, just when you, as you're bringing that up, like it does, does not cost you anything to share. Like if your dance studio gets an award or you get featured in a magazine and I see it on social media, I am sharing that thing and I'm going to say, hey, look at everyone. My friend Melissa just won a, uh, you know, an award for being whatever, top dance studio in Wisconsin mm -hmm. or something. Do you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, you, That stuff is free. And, it's so and how, do you, how are you going to feel if you see that I shared your stuff on social media? Like, mm -hmm. that's a no brainer. Like, mm -hmm. you don't even have to think to do that. It's just, we all know how to do that. You just mm -hmm. share it, make a comment about it. And when people see you cheering others on, they're going to want to help you because you're genuine. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another, you know, if you don't have a lot of money when you're first starting out, and a lot of this stuff I'm talking about today I wasn't doing any of this in 2008. I didn't have any money when I first got into real estate. But you but were I, you were writing cards and you were connecting yes, and you were yes. maybe going. For, there's ways to do this and you don't need a lot of there's money. I mean, so many. You have. Oh to my gosh! Yes. And then go for a walk. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. mean, it took me 15 years to get to where I am today. Amen. And let's so, just say that it's 15 yes. years in the making. Can uh -huh. we just real quickly talk about like how do you? Um, because you're 15 years in and because you're busier now and because, you know, you don't have coffee dates like you used to, you know, in 2008, do you have a system or a process that helps you stay accountable so that you're connecting? Because I know for me, just, this is normal, not just me, everybody, you focus in on the networking or the connections. Okay. I am this quarter, my word this year is connection. So how am I going to do that this quarter? And what am I doing? And then sure enough, those connections work. You get more yeah. business, you get more stuff. And then the business uh -huh. takes over and then, oh, sugar, now we're back at ground zero with, right. I don't have anybody in the pipeline. I need to start all over with the connection. So how do you yeah. hold yourself accountable? Well, I mean, holding yourself accountable is one thing. It's like, you just have to have self-accountability. And I know that I'm not going to get to my goal if I don't do what I need to do. 
Um, <clears throat> so I do have self accountability there. Um, I use a CRM that has a task system. So, you know, my tasks come up every day, but some days like, you know how it is. Like some days you have every intention of getting on the phone in the morning and then, you know, your day blows up at you or whatever. I always try to knock it out in the morning mm -hmm. because I, I know how the rest of the day goes. Um, but, you know, one thing that I did early on, and I did this actually for a couple of years, in my world, I just know that if I talk to 20 people a day about real estate, I'm going to hit the goal that I need to hit. Like, that's just, I know my conversion, like, I just know that. So what I did, and I don't know why I'm still not doing this. I should <laughs> actually, now that I'm talking about it, I would go to the bank. I have a business partner, my son. I would, oh, go, I to, I would go to the bank every single Monday and I would take out five $20 bills for each of us. And I would give them to our administrative person, to my one of my team members, and I would just say, at the end of every day, if I don't show you, like, I have a contact sheet um, that it looks like this, where I keep track of who I'm talking to and how many people I'm talking to. If and I don't just, show if you, for the, I need to tell everybody, you guys, it's written out. It's color coordinated yeah. and it's written out. It is not it's, fancy. No. <laughs> I it love it. It has lines on it. Yep. And there's 400 names on here because I know I need to talk to 400 people a month. So this is a, you know, a new month, but I went and got 20, let's see. So $40 a day. I gave it to the, to the, um, my team member. And I said, me and Zach need to earn our $20 back for the day. So I would have to, we would each have to show her our sheet and show her that we talked to 20 people. And then she would give us our $20 for that day. And um, she made a lot of money over the two years that we were doing it. So she, she got, got to keep the money. She got to keep or donate. Um, I love it. Money. Yep. And so that was our accountability. And, you know, when you're, when your accountability is a habit, yep. do you know what I'm saying? It's over time, you're going to get more accountable. And we were working our way there. And I'm like, how can we do this? to be accountable and have it hurt when we're not accountable. Love it. And that was our way. And, you know, again, we knew that not making the 20 contacts, we were going to suffer because we weren't going to have as many closings. And at the same time, we suffered even more when we didn't get it because we didn't get our $20 back. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, and that's so $20 is cheaper than, that's the cheapest accountability, like oh, if you're totally. a business coach or whatever. Like, yeah. that's the thing. We, we, uh, I'm guilty of this. Like, I want to, I'm always like, oh, I should get a business coach. And, and then I'm like, no, Melissa, you need to do the, you need to do the work. You know, yeah. you know what yes. you need to do. You need to do the work. And that's what yeah. a lot well, of us I, come I, down I, to. I'm not going to downplay that because I have had a coach since no, about absolutely. Year four. Me too. But, yeah, but I've when had I'm had like, a coach in my life since 20, since about, let's see, 2012. Um, so, you know, I, I, I always will, I probably will forever have a coach. So Absolutely. I, I think but what I'm saying is there is, there's that, like you got to do the work and yes. you can do that with your kids. You guys, if you have younger kids, like, okay, mama needs to get this much done. Um, and if I don't get it done, you get yeah. 20 bucks. 
Yeah. Of course, no, but then they'll then they'll interrupt you more. So we got to change well, the wording that's there. True. You gotta find the kids. Uh-huh. Maybe, yeah, we got to figure that out. Get the twenty dollars if they leave you alone. <laughs> there we go. Time. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, I do yeah. also want to plug your space because you have a beautiful space, right? Oh, that yeah. people uh-huh. can use for for their yes. events or whatever. So can yes. you just chat real quickly about that? Sorry, sure. there's all of these things I'm. Yeah, well, when I took over the um, Keller Williams office here in September as the operating principal, I wanted to, um, I just wanted, one of my core values is community. And I just thought, how can we serve the community again by offering value so that they notice us, they know where we are, they think of us when they need a great space. So we just, we have this amazing training training room mm-hmm. that's full with AV equipment, everything a person would need to do a presentation. It seats about 50 people, but maybe more like 40 comfortably. It gets a little tight at 50, but um, we're just letting the community use it whenever they want to use it. They just come here and pick up the key. Um, obviously, you know, we gather information about them and... Um, People have really been utilizing it. Like it's it's been working out really well. And and again, it's our way of giving back to the community. Um, and you know, it's available weekends and evenings as well. So that's so I know awesome. There's a lot of groups in the community yeah. that are looking for places to meet. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for doing uh-huh. that because it, it is a beautiful space and it's yeah. really easy yeah, to get to. Like Great parking, all the things. Uh-huh. So if you're looking for yes. for a space for you local people, um, yes. consider Jill. And then Jill, uh, you gave us so much. I'm so excited about this episode. I knew I would be, but I'm super excited about it because you gave us some great nuggets. Uh, Let's plug your workshop that you have coming up. Talk to us about Maximize the Power of Your Network. You're going to be doing that in River Falls. So one thing I will talk about is Community Ed. So if you're a business that could host a class at Community Ed, um, most communities have them through the schools and the people that organize community ed are clamoring for, for, for class content. And so about probably nine years ago, I've been doing it for about nine years. Um, I called the community ed and I said, Hey, I, I want to do a real estate buyer and seller class. And, you know, for me, I just said, I'll teach for free. You keep the money. You just fill the room for me. So I get marketed in their catalog that goes out four times a year to all of the Hudson residents. And I have my classes in there. Um, But the class you're referring to, I just added another class um, that is more about what we're talking about today. Because I got thinking, my dentist actually asked me one time if he could pick, pick my brain on marketing, you know, to get more dental people. And I started thinking and I'm like, you know, there are other business owners that could use, you know, learning. So I created a class um, that I'm going to be teaching at um, River Falls at the high school on June 14th called Maximizing the Power of Your Network. So, um, yeah, so not only do I teach real estate, you know, I'm, I'm teaching this class as well. So awesome. Awesome. Jill, thank you so much for yeah. our little masterclass in being referable and getting referrals and networking and uh, relationship building, all those things, all those words that are similar for um, building a business. Because to build a sustainable business, you got to talk to people and you got to right. be good with people and you got to, you got to be, you got to be good to people. You got to be good. You just have to show up. 
show up but do great work yes. um and most of us are really good at what we do because we love it we've done it but sometimes the people part of it sometimes scares us and so you gave right. us some really great ideas to um think about and yeah. uh be consistent with so thank you so much yeah thanks for inviting me yeah, of course. All right, everybody. I hope you love this episode as much as I did. I'm super excited to blast it out to people and share it with the rest of our community. That um, Everybody, have a great week. We will see you here same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh my goodness, you are still here. You are so awesome. So here's what you're going to do. Number one, you're going to click that follow button so that you can get the latest episode of Brick and Mortar Visibility every week. Second, leave an honest rating on Apple iTunes. This is how more people can know about brick and mortar visibility. And number three, come on over to Facebook into the Rebel Women Tribe. The link is in the bio. This is where I hang out and share with you every week the nitty gritty of running a studio business. I share with you the tips, tools, and strategies that are working right now in my business to help you in yours. It's real, it's raw, it's unfiltered, and it's fun. So come on over. I'd love to meet you.